The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So I'm at a loss for words today, y'all, because I'm so excited. I mean, we're going to learn something that all of us can relate with today, y'all, and it's relationships, right? I mean, we've been in relationships, we may be in a relationship, and we have definitely gotten out of a relationship, right? So my guest today has a skill set that is suited just for this topic. And I'm so glad that she's on. I have followed her for a good minute, and she's done nothing but bring some positive energy into this universe, y'all. So she has been featured on Fox, NBC and CBS, y'all. Yeah, she's on that level. Her frequency is that strong, if you know what I'm saying. She is a personal and professional relationship coach. So we all need to like tune in our ears on what she's got to say, because she's keeping it real with us today here on the Sexy Cool Lounge. So without further ado, please welcome Miss. Shantanique into the Sexy Cool Lounge. Ms. Shantanique, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing well, man. We're doing well. I do want to thank you so much for coming on the Sexy Cool Lounge and vibing with us uh, and giving us your expert advice and perspective on something that we all can connect with, which is relationships. Yes, I'm super excited to be here. So the first question that I ask right out the gate to all my guests is, what does sexy cool mean to you? When I hear that, I think about the freedom to be confident in who I am, period. Let's keep it straight to the point. I feel like it's very important that we embrace who we are and not have an image or a false image of what we want people to feel or think about us but what you believe in, what you bring to the table with your friends, your family, and to your significant other. Nice. You know, the, the, the thing about that question is I can ask it a million times and I'll get a million different answers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's all about the perspective of the individual. There is no right answer and no wrong answer, which is what makes it so beautiful in asking the question. So I thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. And I want to get into, in the beginning of this, uh, a little bit about you. So tell me and my listeners, help, help us understand what is a personal and a professional relationship coach? So with everything that we do, it starts with a relationship personally and professionally. And a lot of times I tell people the way you treat yourself and others personally, you will also bring that behavior even into the professional space. 
in your in a, in a workforce or also in your business. So it's very important that you learn balance and how to have healthy relationships personally and professionally. Nice. Okay. So then that leads me into uh, a question. What's the difference between a healthy relationship and a not so healthy relationship? Help me understand the the difference between the two and then maybe give some examples of either one so that we all understand if we happen to be in a situation, we can at least have an idea as to, should we have a little flag up? Maybe not a red flag, but maybe a, a yellow flag, or do we have some really good green flags going on? And through this episode, we can just enhance those green flags to keep moving on further in our journey. Oh yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to healthy relationships, it's to be vulnerable. And a lot of times, we can be vulnerable with a lot of people, but we're not vulnerable with ourselves first. So that's a big one, knowing and being willing to be vulnerable one to another. And if you are building something together. Okay. That's something that a lot of people struggle with, not with just being with someone, but also in friendships. Again, every foundation starts, a healthy foundation starts with friendship. It should always start with friendship. Got it. And now, yeah, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, right, go ahead. So when, it, when it comes to unhealthy relationships, it's when you're not willing to evolve as an individual or with someone. You're not being honest about everything. There are secrets. There's no really, there's no plans. You're just winging a relationship. You've been winging relationships all of your life. And you haven't had anything that's stable. That's unhealthy. And you don't actually think about having a future with that person. So those are just some, some things to think about when you think about unhealthy relationships. Do you find that in working with uh, people, couples, that they've normalized some of the unhealthy traits so much that they've now considered that to just be normal relationship back and forth? Absolutely. Or, or as you were saying, hiding things or maybe not being truthful about things that in their minds, they've rationalized it so much to the point to where in their minds, they think that that's just normal in a relationship. And now that because it's normal in their minds, they deem it as healthy. It's okay. Absolutely. You're looking at, at a person that did that. I did that in my relationships. And when a guy didn't follow through, I thought it was normal. It was okay because I was used to always being in the back, but that's when I didn't understand my worth. You want to be with someone who desires what you desire, who respects you the way you respect yourself. Because there was a time that I didn't respect myself. I didn't respect my worth or my value and just allow people to just take advantage. And so it, it does become a normal thing to you um, when you're not taught the right things, how to be that, how to value yourself, how to value your time and your energy and who should be occupying in those spaces, you know? So I'm so grateful that I took the time to dig, dive deep into that for myself to understand, no, you got to set boundaries. You are worth X, Y, and Z, you know? So you have to start telling yourself and, and making yourself believe that you are worth the time, you are worth the energy, 
You, you, you deserve great things and good people to be around you. So a lot of it's like self-talk too. You have to believe in yourself because again, no one's going to come in and save you. You have to be willing to do the work and also seek therapy, which, which is what I did too in my traumatic relationships. Do you find that uh, some of those traits are generational? Yes. Do you find that some of them are the way that they are because maybe there weren't um, better examples for people growing up to look towards? And, I, and, and, yeah. how, and, and how, do we, how do we break that generational vibe like that to get to a point to where you now, as you say, have the self-awareness to learn, educate yourself and just wanna work towards something better? How do we get to that place? You kind of answered it. You have to be willing to unlearn. That's the key. You have to be willing to unlearn and seek the therapy if you need it. Some people need therapy. Some people just need a coach. So when it comes to the difference between the two of those, if you have issues where it's like you dive deep into the past, where you're traumatized, dealing with, when you're dealing with trauma in the past, you may need a mental health counselor. But if you're someone who may have some surface things going on in your current state, you may need a coach to help you help guide you um, to seeing yourself in a way that is more deserving, more desirable um, for you first. Coaching and therapy is for you. It's never about other people. So I, I agree with you that um, our past, our upbringing has a lot to do with how we evolve and how we have developed in our relationships. But you have to get to a point to where you say to yourself, am I, am I tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired? You get what I'm saying? Well, you, you've added a new level to the sick and tired, okay? <laughs> I, grew, I grew up in a generation where, yeah, you're tired of being sick and tired. And we left it at that. Now you've added a whole nother layer, layer on, I'm tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> wow. Wow. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> if you are at that level and you are nodding your head in agreement, then you need to connect with her because yes. she can help you out on that level. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So I got a question for you, right? Now, you have uh, a mission statement that says, building healthy relationships is my superpower. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yes. I, I tell people all the time about setting boundaries. And they're like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, come on, guys. It's really simple. First of all, you have to give yourself grace. We don't do that enough as a culture. <laughs> we we feel like I know most people out here are the strong friend. We have a lot of people who are strong, who constantly um, helping other people, but they forget about themselves and what type of people they need in their life. So I really have a lot of people who are strong, who are leaders, and so how to build healthy relationships and what that looks like is uh, number one keeping your expectations realistic. That's a big one. Keeping your expectations realistic. And then of course, you always hear the word communication, communication, but that's the truth. You have to be willing to communicate. Even talking about the hard questions, 
Sometimes you may need to talk about the hard questions up front in friendships and when it's with a significant other. Being willing to be flexible and create harmony that you're able to work together. A lot of times people get in relationships and they always seek validation from a third party. And that's where a lot of people get in trouble and now the relationship becomes unhealthy because now you have you have mama, cousin, best friend, people are involved, you know what I'm saying? So it's very important that you learn that flexibility, you learn how to create that harmony that nobody can come between your relationship because it's not lock and key. So I want my listeners to understand and I wanna revisit that last portion <laughs> of when you're in a relationship, y'all, and I know we've all done it and I have been guilty of it myself, which is why I'm nodding and laughing about that calling a friend, maybe your mama, your brother, sister, you know, and just kind of venting and just trying to get that validation from, as you said, the third party, rather than just trying to work through what needs to be worked through with the first and the second party. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes. Keep other people out of your business. Is that right? That's right. All right now. Y'all heard that. Take note <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Please do. All right then. So I love how you explain the, the yin and the yang, the night and the day, the healthy versus the unhealthy and how we need to come to uh, some form of self-awareness within that process. So now that we've gotten to that point, how do we then start to truly build on a healthy relationship? And how to, and what else can we add to a relationship if we're learning now that, okay, I'm on the right track. Me and my partner are on the right track. We have that harmony. We have that communication. What else can we do to sustain that moving forward? And if you don't have it, then what can someone in their, in their partner do now to start working towards that? Yes, always have check-ins mental check-ins with each other what is learn that? how learn how to support okay each other and hold each other accountable mm. that will cut out a lot of that uncertainty because now again you are you're in planning mode together so when you're in planning mode you have things in place you you won't even have room to even call a third party and you want to come in because you guys have a, a, a system in place you have boundaries in place with each other and you know how to, you, you know how to check in when someone's falling off, you know how to how to um, be there for them. Pray with your spouse. Pray with your significant other. You know that is the foundation. Communication and prayer is going to keep your relationship strong if you guys make that the priority in the relationship. So I would ask anyone out there right now: What is your main priority in your relationship? What do you want to be a priority to keep it keep the balance and keep it flowing? And I always think about this analogy about men with cars. Men associate their cars as a woman. So they're always making sure the maintenance is done on their car, getting them washed, the interior, all of that, right? So if you take the time out to do that, why can't you use that same mindset when it comes to building a healthy relationship that can last you a lifetime? I heard, yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. that. Wow. Thank you so much for that. 
that is a wealth of knowledge uh, that we can take away and start to use right now. And I truly love how you speak the truth on it because there's no excuse for it now. Now that you know, it, if it doesn't happen, y'all, it's because you really didn't want it to happen because she's speaking the truth and she's giving you the building blocks to move forward. So thank you so much for that. You're um, welcome. There's one more thing I wanted to add to Absolutely, that. go right ahead. Um, and this is a big one. Don't argue. Mm. I know that's hard. I mean, like, what? I'm know, gonna right? tell you. <laughs> know, right? I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Because you got with that person for a reason. You didn't get in a relationship to argue with them. When you have an issue, come to them and have an adult conversation. Because the scripture tells us to slow to anger. He didn't say you won't be angry, you won't be upset, but you have to slow to it. Because sometimes when, you, when you're arguing with someone, you can cause all types of mental and, and also health challenges starts to rise. You never know when you're arguing with someone, you can get a stroke, you can have a heart attack. Because when you start having arguments, it's because you, you weren't talking about the hard things in the beginning of the relationship. You didn't, you didn't set the pavement in the beginning. You didn't have a plan. So sometimes we allow things to fester over time. And then now, boom, this whole dramatic piece come out. And now you want to divorce, you want to quit the relationship, but you have to be willing when there's an issue that arises, come together as adults and have a conversation. When we have kids around us, and I'm a kindergarten teacher, when kids are frustrated about something with one of the, the students, we tell them right away to forgive them. So as adults, it's hard for us to forgive, but it's easier to tell kids to forgive because they're children, right? So why can't we have that same mindset when it comes to our relationships? And we can have disagreements, but come together to the table and talk about the facts, not the emotions, but the facts only, and work through the facts so that you can have a lasting relationship even when you disagree. Because in disagreements, you can still build a healthy relationship. And you don't have to always end a relationship because you are upset at someone. My takeaway on that is if you got to have a conversation, talk about the facts, not talk about the emotions. Mm -hmm. Separate the two, y'all. Okay? Mm -hmm. I think we all have been there. I've been there myself. And I'm learning a lot from what she has to say. But talk about the facts. Keep it real on the facts. And separate yeah. the emotions from the conversation that you need to have, okay? She's telling you to have the conversation, but have it around the facts of the conversation, not the emotions. Mm -hmm. I think all of us have far too many times have gotten into a conversation that we needed to have, and it's been guided by the emotions rather than the facts. Mm -hmm. Thank you for speaking the truth on that. You're welcome. I think if we did that a little bit more often, the world would be a better place, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you wrote something um, on social media a little while back that I felt like really resonated with me. It gave me spiritual chills. And I want to share it with my audience. And I want you to kind of expand on it if you could, because I think more people really need to know and hear this type of message. So it goes like this. 
No one has your heart. No one has your drive. No one has your tenacity. No one has your grace. No one has your intelligence. You are uniquely made for such a time like this. Shine, glow, remain honest, be unapologetic, respect your eyes, ears, and mouth gates. Speak the word of God only, learn from failed relationships, stay clear of unnecessary drama and confusion, allow others to celebrate you, be inviting yet discerning, embrace love when it comes, but most importantly, be happy in your now. Wow. I need to hear that from the horse's mouth and I need you to just tell us the mindset behind that, that paragraph and what should we really and honestly be taking away from that? Because that is gold, that is value. And I know that there's a reason why I came across it mm -hmm. and how it resonated with me, but to hear you expand on it as the author of that, just put us in a different place with that. Cause I think that that's just like a powerful message. And, and I wanna appreciate it even more than just how I read it. Yes. Oftentimes as a woman, or I would say as a person, um, we, we think that we have to be a certain way for people in order for them to feel comfortable around us. But when you are walking in obedience, you're going to be different. It looks different. You're going to be, it's a lonely role and at times, but that is okay. It's a good place to be when you're walking in obedience because now God has your undivided attention. Now he can download things to you to help you expand in your purpose, you know, in your personal space, wherever you are now, he has your undivided attention. And now you begin to also understand where you're going to go next, but you can't get there if you have all these different channels in your way, all these distractions and sizing yourself up against someone else but you have to be willing to embrace who you are and whose you are and be happy in the skin that you're in and know that when you start flowing and becoming confident and becoming cool and sexy, because people start to attract to what you put out because you are confident in who you are. People love that when you're vulnerable, when you're transparent, you are drawing people to you. The anointing is attractive. Consistency is attractive. And so when you become consistent in your lane and you become, you have that swag, Man, people want to be gravitate to that, but you have to use discernment to know who should be around you and who shouldn't be around you, why you continue to grow in your glow up. So that's where the, um, the, the backstory of the post to help people understand that you can be you. You can be confident, embrace that, be unapologetic about the truth because the truth is going to set people free. And there are people who are in your pain, your past pain, there are people who are in your past pain that need your story and they need you to rise up and to help them come out so they can also rise up themselves and help somebody else because we're all here to evolve. We're not here to stay here forever. So you're here to, whatever your pain you've gone through, you're here to overcome that pain and help somebody else along the journey. Y'all heard that? 
No, no truer words have ever been spoken, y'all. Soak that vibe up for what it truly is and its authenticity from the author of it. All right. Wow. That I, ooh, mm. <laughs> I don't know what to say behind that. But so listen, uh, I know you have uh, a conference coming up. So tell us about your conference and congratulations on it. So tell us a little bit about it and uh, how can we get involved if we want to uh, partake in that? Yes. So back in 2018, it was called Single and Save But Still Want a Man. I had no idea that we were going to run that conference four times in 2018 here in Detroit, Michigan. And so um, speeding up, fast forward to now, we did our very first virtual conference because of the, of the pandemic. We did it online in the spring. And because we had a good turnout, the people wanted an encore. So the Relationship Conference is a conference that promotes wholeness in the areas of singleness, marriage, and family dynamics. We are not a dating service. I have to tell people that because a lot of people come to the conference expecting to you know, meet a man and matchmaking. We do not do that. We help you um, to gain the confidence and the self-esteem where you are in your, in your single walk, in your marriage, to get you prepare you for your relationships. That's what we do. We don't prepare you to meet somebody at the conference. Well, we, you'd be surprised when we get a lot of people that think that. But you have to work on you first in order for anybody to want to be in your presence. And I'm just keeping it real. A lot of women are not inviting. And I'm sure you can attest to that, <laughs> you know, if you approach women and they are always angry, you know. So we help you in that area where we come when it comes to mental health, spiritual growth, um, relationships with your finances, in your singleness and in your marriage. And we also help people when it comes to their wardrobe. So we have different experts that are part of our conference in mental health and education, in the financial spectrum, also in our health, physical health as well. So this year or this fall, our theme is upgrading you. And we're upgrading you in the area, area again of finance, mental health, and physical health as well. And when is the conference? This conference will be October, well, Saturday, October 23rd. And it's from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we do have a special guest. We have two. We have a summit from Canada. She'll be opening up for us. And then we have a special um, relationship coach who has a background in narcissistic behavior. He was diagnosed with narcissistic narcissism and he's overcoming. And I'm super grateful to have him on. He actually went viral on TikTok. His name is Leon Walker Jr. And very, very um, down-to-earth guy. I met him uh, a couple months ago, and I'm super excited to have him be a feature because he's going to be dropping some crazy gems when it comes to narcissistic behavior, how to avoid men and women who exude these, um, these types of behavior traits, and how you can also deal with the trauma. And we also have trauma in for trauma support for men and for women in our separate workshops during our conference. That's awesome information, and I'm so excited for you with your conference. If anybody wants to be a part of it, how can they uh, contact you? Is there a 
uh, link or website that they can go and uh, get information, more more information about the conference? How, how, how can we get involved with that? Yes, you can go on over to www.theencore21.eventbrite.com. Or of course, you can always go to my Instagram, uh, where at Neek Speaks, and you can click the link in my bio there to go and register for the conference and all the information that you need to know who's featured. We have past videos of, of us having our conference. Any information you want to know, because we're really legit, you can go on over to Eventbrite for more information. And don't worry so much about trying to write that down, guys, because it will be in the show notes, uh, all of her links will be in her in the show notes so you can uh, check it out there and you can also check it out through www.sexycoollounge.com. So how can we continue to follow you? Give me all of your social media. If there's an email address where if someone has a specific question or a situation and they wanna just reach out to you, how can we follow you? Where are you going to be? Talk to me. Yes, so my contact information again on Instagram is at Me Speaks. You can follow me on YouTube, Me Speaks as well. Uh, the Relationship Conference is on Instagram. You can go to Facebook and um, type in Me Speaks. And if you have a question or you want to book me, you can email me at info at MeekSpeaksEnterprise.com. There you go, y'all. The one and only. She's been here finally in the sexy cool lounge, <laughs> dropping some personal and professional relationship knowledge. Nick, it has been, uh, I, I can't, I, I can't speak on how, uh, how much this has meant to me to have you come on my show and just vibe with me. Uh, I'm usually not a loss for words, but it seems like I'm stuttering and I am a loss for words just with how excited uh, this moment has been to just have you on my show. And I thank you for your time. I thank you for giving my audience some wealth of knowledge to further enhance their relationships. And if they happen to be in a rocky relationship, what they can do to not have it be so rocky. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that vibe. So we're going to get up out of here, y'all. And I want to just thank her once again for coming on. And listen. You guys, love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. And always remember, y'all, that even though you do not have as much as others, you still have more than others. So continue to put good vibes into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I'm Jimmy Ivey. I love you guys, and I'll see you on the next episode.